podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey, Mod One Fifty Two, sponsored. Wow. wow, indeed. I know we're cracking on. Five One. You were away. Yeah. Well, well, you well, carried on without me. Yeah, it's oh, good oh, fun, but not as good as when you're here. No. Obviously, when Damien's here, either. True, very true. But well, okay. Let's introduce those voices. And Kevin Day. Hello there, James Endicott. Hello, welcome back to the pod, Kev. Thank you very much, Kevin. Kevin. Um, and all right, yeah, I'm all just, right. I think this is the first time that Endicott and I have outnumbered you. Yes, mm, normally. true. So no, Andy, no Andy tonight. He's yeah. um, he was in uh, so, yeah. Yorkshire. He was in West Yorkshire, actually. West Yorkshire. The spine was of the it in your part of the world? Spine of the country. Yeah, my part of the world. Yeah, spine of the country. Let's get our sponsors uh, done. Um, we while. are sponsored yeah. by. <laughs> Here we go. Wake me up when this is done. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm getting better at it. We, 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 we are sponsored by JC Innovation and Strategy, the Global Research, and br- damn it, we are sponsored by. <laughs> We are sponsored by JC Innovation and Strategy, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. And, of course, Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. And that's Vector with a K. There we go. I, I just love the fact that this global company just sitting in their office going, what should, what, should, what should we do globally for our global reach? <laughs> oh, we could oh, we sponsor the Palace Podcast. Well, podcast we yeah. do have listeners yeah. in we do. all, we all over the world. Yes, we, know. yes, we do. Um, and we love them all. Now, let's talk about Palace against West Brom because Palace won 2-0 to take mm-hmm. them to third in the table, although we have yeah, to slip down to fourth, fourth now. Fourth after now. The Pard you out. Pard <laughs> you out. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what, what a performance from Palace, aided by a poor West Brom. West Brom team, but but what a performance from, well, from Palace! At half time yesterday, I had to go on the pitch to present some certificates to some very nice young people, and one of their dads had never been to football before, never been to Palace before, and he went, "Oh, she's brilliant! I'm so excited! This is wonderful!" And I just went, "Well, wait till five minutes into the second half when West Brom score from their only <laughs> shot on target, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then cling on for dear life." And I, I wish I could have found him at the end of the game because I. Get into the partly because it was the early kickoff, and as we got back to the pub, all the other games were kicking off. But I can't remember, not exactly, I can't remember being more content mm. after a Palace win mm. for for year. Not not just different to the excitement of staying up, but just getting back into the pub and just going, we thoroughly deserve. We outplayed. Mm. I know they're a poor team, and they were poor yesterday. But that's partly because we made them look poor. Yep. We outplayed them. We outfought them. We outthought them as well. Mm-hmm. We just kept going. There was no panic. We just, and it was just, it was. In fact, the only bone of contention was the only thing we could think to argue about is that I thought that Punching had played well, and my mates thought he just played quite well. 
<laughs> that was the only thing we could but I just yeah. there wasn't an area on the pitch and I just I was just thinking back to all those times that throughout the years that we've we've convened back in the Portsmouth mm. Arts at some other pub and just shaking their heads going mm. oh for the love of mm. God and it, I, it was and then Pardew Pardew's interview he said that's the f- first time for a long time I've said to the players you were better than the fans for once and the fans were he said the fans were brilliant yeah. wow, so, but yeah. you, you, he, wow. said, he said so many times Pardew out I say but no, but <laughs> so, he said so many times in the past I've had to say yeah the fans were great the team but he said and there's just there wasn't a week, mm. uh, you know. And Hennessy just looks strong. The, the strength and depth because Hangerland. Mm. I mean, I, I, immense. I, I, I think I think a lot of us thought, especially after that League Cup game against Newcastle, a lot of us thought he would wouldn't play for the first mm. team. But he's just. Mm. I mean, to be fair, what Westbrook like Watford played into his hands a little bit because it's like Damien said on our podcast. You'd much rather play against a big centre 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 forward is in front of you than it. But mm-hmm. but Hang, I thought. I, well, all of you can't you can't fault anything. And Hangela, um, Kabai, and I'll probably owe everyone because I've said on this podcast that I was excited about Kabai coming, but I thought the money could have been better spent elsewhere. That we had options in that. But watching him yesterday, my Christ, what he was everywhere, wasn't he? What just? It's not just the range of passing. I think officially he's got the more interceptions than anybody. Else. He yeah, just yeah. his ability to. But also, to be able to read got, and predict where he's the got a little devil. He's, he's got a devil. devil. Isn't, devil. It, isn't it amazing? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I just thought him, I thought him, McCarthy, and I thought punching, without being flash, I thought punching just constantly wanting the ball off him, yeah, constantly mm. recycling the ball. The way, in the first half, especially, the way we moved the ball about at pace mm. was just, it's just like. Have, so, have we, with, with Kabai, um, I had a match for me yesterday, but have we dispelled the myth that well, we well, it's need hard to choose? It's, it's hard very, to pick, I mean, but I think Kabai will come on to like Will Flater, particularly. Well, but and, and the Observer had, in their team of the day, had five Palace players in it. Five. Yeah, they, wow. and that's based on, on stats. Wow. Who, who, who were they? The Mirror one had three, and Zahar wasn't one of them. Wow, wow really? No, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was both centre backs, it was Kabai, it was Zahar, and. Might have been Balassi, I think. But. Wow. I mean, just with Kabai, have we dispelled the myth that we need Kabai playing further forward? Because actually, he's really reveling in this deep, deeper I, role. Yeah. I really like him playing deep because I think he's got so much vision and he reads the game so well. Hmm. And he's passive. That pass for the goal hmm. was oh. just, I mean, it was, and you could just oh. see it. I mean, it was almost in slow motion coming over. It's well, we, we said there's a video on the internet, isn't there, where yeah, someone's yeah. filming it from behind a goal and it is in slow motion. Yeah, and it's, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. Beautiful. But the way, the, the way he just looked up and he just without any effort almost hmm. just flowed it over. But he does that constantly yeah. all the way through the game but it was also it was the least when you look at it because we're, we're, I was right at the other end of the of the, the main stand mm. so it was hard you couldn't see down when you look at it it was the least obvious cross if you like because yeah. I just thought Blast he must be your side it's the least obvious ball but it's just I was one of those people who said who, who said Kabai should be playing further forward and I was obviously amazingly it turns out that Pardew knows <laughs> more about football, football, football than I do that's but, weird because that, just in that because he was I mean he was behind McCarthy for, for so much of the game and saying it's mm. just you know we, for want of a better word we talked about punching trying to be we couldn't think of another way of saying it except for quarterback yeah. but, but it's almost what Kabai was like But yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't actually watching him yesterday I'd, I'd really like to see on these wanky heat maps or whatever they are because mm. it, it doesn't look like he, he comes out of a sort of either side of the halfway line he seems to have a fairly limited range of operations but within that oh god he's so effective and just wants the ball all the time do you think that he's, on, he's the rest of the team has and this might be a cliche but plays better he almost sort of brings the best out of the rest I of the th- team is that fair I to th- say I think the midfield definitely do yeah. without a doubt because they just 
and it's not that they want to be as good. They just see somebody playing that well, and you know, it's just, it just, it's just, it's all, it's the same old thing we say about football. It's all about confidence, isn't mm-hmm. it? And when you've got something like that with that amount of skill and that amount of vision around you, you do naturally raise your game because you feel more comfortable mm. in your position. Well, and it's not just on the pitch. I mean, it's like Damien Delaney said. He said he's like that in training. He trains really hard. He's like that in training. And he says you just, of course, you learn from him. And of course, yeah. You make you make different runs. The players make different runs, knowing that mm. he will find them. Mm. And also, it's like Scott. You know, Scott Dan said he signed his contract because we bought Kabay, and it's th- that level of player that he wants to see at Palace. Mm. He's just. But yesterday was the first time all the way through. He just went, oh yeah, I get it now. He's definitely, mm. he's, <laughs> yeah, he really is definitely worth. That I think. I think one of the and, things yeah. that I think one of the things that really I really enjoyed about yesterday the game was. I think there have been moments in the past where we, you, you come up against a team, especially a team like Pulis put out, where they, yeah. as they say, park park the bus, and it was they was hard to get through. Mm. And at the end of the first half, I was very frustrated, and it was as yeah. as Kevin said, this game to me looked like they could just get a goal, one yeah. nil West Brom, and then they park up again, and then we, it's one of those. But what we did, we just kept going, we kept going. When we came out in the second half, it was it was even even more momentum. Mm. And once we got that nick, and it was just. It just it was just carried on and carried on and carried on. It's like we're not going to let this stop. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. And we never got frustrated. We never lost our rag. It was cool. It was it was measured. It was just, but it was constantly driving forward and driving mm. forward. And it was just exciting to watch. And you thought we're going to get there. We got, you knew we were going to get there eventually. Yeah. Well, and we also, did. Also, yeah. what was interesting, Pardew's interview afterwards. And I think sometimes Pardew is a very clever manager, and he will he will use something that happened mm. and say, "Yeah, I made that happen." It's like. Uh, I remember doing a thing with uh, a mind reader once and somebody dropped something in the pub and he went, I made them do that. Uh, <laughs> and we all laughed and somebody else went, oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. Uh, and I think sometimes, but Pardew said uh, in the interview straight after the game, that he said to the players at half-time, it might be 70 minutes, might be 80 minutes, but he said, he watched the West Brom players coming up, he said, they're exhausted mm. at half-time. He said, we run them ragged. Mm. Yeah. And he said, they, he said, they just couldn't keep running like that. And he said, that's exactly what happened. They couldn't. Concentration went once, and that was it. And the same with the penalty. Zahar had. I was surprised West Brom didn't do more to change it because Zahar just had. I think one paper said he went past him 12, 13 times in the first half. Chris Brown, Chris, Chris Brown, yeah. Just, and it's it's not rocket so I just isolated Chris Brown, mm. and just you could see Brown getting more and more frustrated. And you could see it look. I mean, purely they went through several options that none of them seemed to work. Mm. You think, well, surely you, you must know we've got Zahar in the team, mm. and clearly. Whatever Pardew said to, to Zaha after the Watford game, mm. and it was, it was a clear penalty. It was no, but it just they just kept battering about. It wasn't just the same. In the past, we, we've seen punishers use the same tactic time and time. It's just mm. some of the angles of the passing as well. And Suarez getting forward, and it's just like it was just imaginative. He's he's I so think, great to watch. Yeah, Suarez. but so I think there's a couple of times. Well, Balassi, I mean, still my favourite moment was Balassi when Rondon bounced off him because <laughs> you look at their team they've got some good players it's first goal, well. first, got first goals players. they've conceded away from home yeah. this season, season like yeah. Watford first game that season but it was just there was just if there was a if there was a criticism if you'd be an ultra critical it's that in the first half there's a couple of times when Balassi chose the shooting on the right you know, yeah, a couple yeah. of times with Wolf but you just knew, and like because it's so unlike Palace, you just knew it's going to it's going to come because we got yeah. the players to unlock it. Very difficult when they're playing just, ten men behind the well, ball. It, it, it is, defensive. but we didn't get frustrated, and it's just the fact that the constant interplay of, of if you include punching in the in the front four, like mm. as the most forward midfielder, they're just constantly changing. This. And then, but the thing is as well that you kind of thought, well, all right, we'll bring Saka on because mm. yeah, you know, we've got other options. Well, that, we were just we'll about bring, to bring Saka yeah, 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 yeah. on until Balassi scored. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even even Gale. I mean, Gale. I thought I thought it was really interesting that Pardew went out of his way to praise Gale. 
all last week he was saying, especially when he kept saying mm. if he'd scored those, he would have been man of the match, blah, blah, blah. But even Gale, you wouldn't say he had a spectacular game, but some of the, the some of the movements, some of the dragging yeah. centre backs, mm. there was not. It's simply, it's just. I, I, it was I'm, finding it hard, just I'm finding it hard to come to terms with this. <laughs> I generally am finding it hard to come to terms with. Yeah. It's like watching the, yeah watching the mates' kids yesterday, and which is like. You, it's almost like you want to put your arm around them and say, "Look, take a photograph of this." But you can't. It's, just like, <laughs> it's not always like this. It's, it's just like it's just you, you just we just sort of sitting there with dreamy smiles on our face. Well, I had, I had a really good conversation <laughs> midway through the second half. Actually, I think we maybe just have the first goal with some guys that sit behind me, or in there. I reckon they're in their sort of late sixties, and they I've been sat in the same seat for maybe ten seasons, and they were just like we we're just having a chat going. I think actually it was just before we scored. We were going, we were getting a little bit frustrated. We we've got to break them down. We have got to break them down. But then one of the guys said, "Because, but can you remember what it was like? Yeah, oh. Can you remember mm. what it was like? Because mm. this is un- this is unbelievable, you know. Mm. And it was, and it's just. And I know we often talk about it, and I think as Palace fans, we're quite realistic, and it's quite good to take a little sort of s- step back and look at what we've actually achieved and where we are. And mm. yesterday was just. Hopefully it's not going to be the pinnacle, but it's pretty high up there. Well, it was, it was, you know, well the thing is as well, it was it's like the mates said after it was for ninety minutes. We've, yes. we've had good halves. It was relentless. We've had good spells, but it wasn't. And it's not just the fault. Not just apart from Breda being over ambitious with a, nearly getting caught mm. trying to play football, the defence was so sound and so actually, solid. Kev, Kevin, can I just yeah. say it wasn't actually ninety minutes because the first two minutes I don't think we touched the ball. For oh the first right, two okay, minutes. Yeah, yeah, the first two minutes fair, I was getting yeah. really angry. And then all of a sudden we got the ball. Fair the point. first two yeah. minutes we didn't touch the ball. So for eighty-eight minutes, fair, yeah, fair eighty-eight point. minutes. Yeah, so you out. Quite <laughs> so right. It's, it's just that it's not. It's just that level of competence. It's yeah. not just that you have a good spell. But it's just that every person in the team mm. knows, and it's and it's a fact as well. Pardew clearly has got the whole squad. Playing for him as well because it's not, and you know that next the next game, can I ask Johnson a question? Will play in Zahawa, you don't know, but can I ask it, a question though, Kevin? Can I ask a question and to you, JD? Is it good that the international breaks come at this point? Because now you know, I, I mean, because yeah. everyone's going away. When you when you have a great performance like that, you want to get the team back in on Monday and keep that going, and hopefully there'll be a game on maybe Wednesday or Thursday, at least next Saturday. Right, well, and I, you push it on. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm just I, chucking it in there. Can I answer that with old style pessimism? Yes, of course you can. Uh, the answer is yes it's brilliant because we get two weeks fourth and not one week <laughs> <laughs> you get a chance to enjoy yeah, yeah okay so fair enough and, you know, and generally the other thing that's really what's really interesting is a mate of mine's a Newcastle fan he looked at the Newcastle team yesterday and I don't know if it's the first time ever or the first time recently but he was saying because not only were there nobody was there nobody from Newcastle or the area in the team there's no English players yeah. in the team and Pardew had said hinted something like the player of the year do about how the transfer policy wasn't wasn't his up there but it, it's just you look at our team and not only have you got Wilf playing you've got homegrown players but part, like we had two academy players last week at Watford on the bench yep. we had one yesterday mm-hmm. and the chances are unless we're 4 like they're not going to get on mm-hmm. and we won't need them but, but it's just brilliant as a fan to see academy kids yeah. there and it's just it, again it gives, up, it gives you a lift and it gives you hope for the future as well mm. because we can never forget that that's a sort of team we are that we we still want to have some mm. local players yeah. we want to have our own kids and I think looking at that Newcastle thing you kind of think they're all of course they're really good players and of course they're committed but it just I'd much rather have what we've got mm. and even if it is just one or two players yeah of course and even if yeah. they are just on the bench at least it's got yeah. there's something there well you've obviously got Wilf as well, well, well Wilf and, and, and Punch yeah, as well yeah and Punch and, punch, and actually, no one else would take a chance on him because he was considered a bit you know, iffy training attitude wise mm. 
uh, you know, we got Damien Delaney's a brilliant story. Hangerland, yeah. it was a bit of a misfit. Mm. Yeah. Scott Dan, we got Scott the, Dan next Kelly's, to nothing. Soiree, I mean, Soiree, I don't know what Soiree's like as a defender because he doesn't really need. <laughs> 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 does some, of, some of the interplay, because he's, 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 oh, he's an athlete, he's an athlete, and it's very rare without an athlete, you know. So he's, but he's another one, he's a defender, he's another one. You remember we spoke about this the first year in a Premiership after six or seven games and Jerome Thomas played a couple of games and we said he's the only player who doesn't mind getting the ball under pressure because mm. he's the only one with proper Premier League experience and now they're all like it yeah. some of the because yeah. we were quite close just then in the, in the main stand down that left hand side just some of the interplay between Balassi and, and Suarez and, and McCarthy when he came, was just Breathtaking, but that but comes from the confidence. It does, it? yeah, of yeah. course. But with yeah. defenders up there, and, and, but just yeah. and Suarez, what? Gee, he's a real athlete. He's and got, he's, a, great he's, he's got a great cross. He's got a great cross. And that's one again being ultra critical. Yesterday, there are a couple of times when you think you'd like to see. Again, this is where the cab eye discussion yeah. comes in. There's a couple of times you need, you'd like to see midfield players breaking into the box because yeah, yeah, there's definitely. a couple of times the crosses weren't. And or maybe a bigger striker. The work well, the, 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 the Murray moaners that say, yeah. "Well, if Murray mm. been here, blah blah blah." Yeah. But there's always that yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, there's a thing we, I, we always say about Palace, and I was saying at halftime, just shoot. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, you yeah. do want to shoot a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Wilf, Wilf did have a few goes, yeah. and there was a couple of people around me moaning that it was a bad shot. But at least he shoots. Yeah, yeah, at least he's having a go. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yes, it was obvious. You know. And I just think that was again being ultra critical. I think we do lack that. Sometimes it's maybe it's a bit confidence in front of goal. Sometimes just have a pop. Just yeah. have a go. Yeah. Just go because you never know what the keeper's going to do or it might hit a defender and bounce. Well, it. well there, were, there were a couple again being ultra critical when there was one in particular where it came off the keeper, but it was no no Palace players had followed because I think. And the transfer window, I'd, I'd be amazed if we didn't go back for Austin or somebody. Like, again, I know it will start a debate because of a lot of people who say well, Austin is just a younger version of Murray mm. to an extent. Well, but we've I got think, Wickham, haven't we? we haven't well, we have Wickham, yeah. Wickham. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing we have to remember as well. Shamax around. Well, well, do you know what? Yeah. Because Delaney, or is he? I mean, well, no, he is. Delaney, Damien Delaney came to I got news for you the other night, and he said he'd hinted this when he was on the podcast. He said. He said, I think if Schmack's fit, he'll go straight in the team. Really? Yeah. And you can only assume it would be as a striker. Or mm-hmm. a, as a, but he said, Pardew loves Schmack. He said, but that, it's, the, it's a massive if. But as somebody else pointed out on Saturday, we've, I know we lost the, the, the Tottenham and Watford games, the Tottenham, was, uh, the Tottenham and Man City, mm-hmm. and Tottenham was, the performance was disappointing. But I think this is the fifth game in a row now that we haven't had our, what you'd call our first choice. Yeah. Back mm, four, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That yeah. Dan and Dan and Delaney have been out, but also I think, as like Damien said in the post, I think, I think he's going to have a hard. I mean, I presume if Ward, if when Ward's fit, he'll put him straight back in for Kelly, but mm. Hangeland would be hard done by if mm. he's dropped well, out. We I, actually, he really would. We, actually agree, were, we were yeah. talking about this on the pod last week, Kevin, when you weren't here about yeah. about Hangeland, how immense he's been, and how how. Delaney's going to get back into that yeah. team. Well, it's yeah, not. It's going to be tough. I, I know everyone talked about the Watford game being made for him, but there, there were times yesterday, and I think you know, we've we've had this discussion quite a lot on the pod, and Pardew's mentioned it a couple of times about the way we play at home compared to the way we play away. Yesterday was the first time I've seen us on the front foot, mm-hmm. apart from that terrible, shocking two minutes, which, which <laughs> it's awful. They should refund. I almost, I, well, I almost refund, walked out. They should refund two ninetieths of our money for that. Absolutely. <laughs> but the amount of times, and he nearly got caught once or twice. But the amount of times when Hangerland was carrying the ball forward. Mm. Oh yeah, because there was nowhere there for him to mark. Mm. So Beckham Bauer-esque. Beckham Bauer-esque. He was the Kaiser. <laughs> but he was. But he was carrying the ball forward, and then so it, we were on the front foot all the time. It yeah. wasn't just. Mm. It wasn't like Watford, where it was just a defensive job, where he's just heading everything in front of him. 
it was literally and, and, and Dan was the same they were carrying the ball but often that stuff does come from the back first yeah, isn't it? Yeah, they start the lumping two, it yeah, and yeah. the mentality from that is to go yeah. more direct and Kelly Kelly to his credit I don't know some Palace fans for some reason and I don't know why seems to have it in for Kelly a little bit and I generally don't I generally can't see what Kelly's done hmm. but it the only thing is it's slightly more he hasn't got as much confidence going forward as Suarez has but he's still he's still getting forward as much he as he doesn't as seem as to reach reach the heights of the of what the other players do well, or can do he hasn't quite got the pace but he's not a natural he hasn't quite got the skill either but he's, but he's very he's, solid but, but he's not yeah. a natural fullback I mean the thing is no, he's not full, a natural fullback fullback is the most it's like Gary Neville's always banging on about this fullback is the most changed position now because mm. you've got to be the fittest player in the mm-hmm. team for a start off because mm. you're doing as much attacking and Kelly I can't see. I don't see the point of having to go at Kelly. I mean, Kelly's been a perfectly capable absolutely, fullback, yeah, absolutely. especially when he's, a, yeah, he's yeah, we right. know he's a centre back, really yeah. playing fullback, Think, yeah. and he does get forward, but he, he tends to do a more simple thing. Yeah. He's never going to be. And why would it's not his? He's not going to get beyond. He looks very much like a player that knows his limits and plays within his course, limitations. Yeah, he gets he gets to the halfway well, line. And he could, yeah. yeah, he's not going to get beyond Zahar in a way that Suarez no, exactly. can get beyond Balassi. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there's no point having to go at him because he's not as perfect as. Mm. And mm. I, I was a bit disappointed with some Palace fans for. I think that's a bit harsh. I think it's a bit harsh. Again, again, it's. I think you have to find something to learn about, but you can't. <laughs> and I also, again, I think, and being generous to McCarthy, which I haven't done in the past, I think he probably would have kept clean sheets if mm-hmm. he'd been in goal yeah. last yesterday, games. the last yeah. two games. But again, that breeds confidence, and Hennessy just looked a little bit more assured. And the, I think there's one proper save he had to make, and he. I think yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was only one. And I just think the two centre backs just seem a bit more. So is Hen- would you say is Hennessy our, our number one now? Like, I don't know. It's it interesting. Who's it's, one? It was interesting watching Julian. Interesting and a little bit sad in a way to see Julian in the stands yesterday because right. I, I think the answer to that question is that it, Julian isn't basically. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I think one of the things I felt a little bit sorry for McCarthy for is that Pardew perhaps could have said who his number one goalkeeper was because I think McCarthy football fans being what they like suddenly saw this. Keeper being, he wasn't even the keeper. He was first choice keeper, no, but it, look, it suddenly looked like he'd been parachuted ahead of Julian and Wayne Hennessy. Mm. Without, and there's no reason why Pardew should explain, but I think it might have helped if Pardew said he's my number one keeper. But I, I think you can only assume Hennessy is mm. is the first choice keeper. I would have thought so. I would have thought so. Which I'm but sure which Chris we, Coleman will be delighted about. I when imagine. have we had three? Very good goalkeepers uh, uh, to choose from. Uh, I, well, when when have we had a squad with this? With this depth in the past, hmm. is and, and, I, can't, and I can't remember. Bearing in mind that I was one of those people who thought when the Kabai thing, I was one of those people who said, "No, we should be buying a centre back, not mm. fancy oh, yeah, down no, midfield player." Because I, I genuinely, notwithstanding uh, Hangeland's brilliant game against Swansea the last day of the season, I genuinely thought we needed better cover at mm. centre back. But yeah. he's been. And he's he, clearly he, enjoyed it. He's clearly he, to me, really is being the surprise of the season for me. Well, he really, I mean, I, I'm, he listened about the pods from last season. Yeah. I was I, so. I he's, you're not in the minority of that. He's, but he's, been, really he's been as big a surprise as, I'm sure Damien won't mind us saying this, he's been as big a surprise as Delaney has. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't yeah. think any of us expected Delaney to, <laughs> no, to be good enough no, for the Premier League. No. I didn't think Hangeland was, but yeah. the way Delaney was talking to us on the pod about him. And and Delaney when Delaney came if I got news for you Richard Osman trying to be smart and clever introduced himself to David Delaney said oh yeah thank you for taking the worst centre back I've ever seen at Fulham off our hands and Delaney laid into him and just went he's he's a brilliant centre back yeah. and but he but Damien was saying in training he said he's learnt so much from he's not that much older than Hangeland he said but he's proper quality right, yeah, and, yeah. and he but Hangeland just looks like somebody 
who's really, really pleased. He looks confident. He looks confident, so but also confident. he looks pleased. Because it's, it's, all it's, it's, all his, it's his last club, and he said, there was a brilliant interview with him, I think it was a standard, when he's saying how privileged he feels that he got, he's got this chance to extend his career at mm. such a, a good club. And he's playing like somebody who's really in, yeah. enjoying himself. Mm. And it just seems that everything about the club at the moment is positive. And it's, that, it's the opposite of a vicious circle. So mm. like, and it's, confidence it, is breeding more it just, confidence. Yeah, and it's just, it is just that thing. If I can offer us something yeah. to moan about, though. Um, Andy Street, because you're not here. Well, yeah, we, could, we could do that, of course. Yeah, we could do it yeah. next, next hour. Um, West Brom's tactics were obviously very defensive, but under Pulis, well, we were never that negative. I don't everybody, we were, everybody, well, that's not, what everybody was saying to me. We no, weren't this bad, were we? We weren't it, like this. It's not just that, but where John Moss got two minutes from in the first half is, is we were never, we, I'm sure, because we did it, I know. I know that we would have called it game management when Pulis was mm. our manager, but we—I'm sure we didn't waste time no, or no, dive no, or moan no. not to that extent because he should, the keeper should have been sent off. He should have been booked after about mm. 25 minutes. The time wasting was just yeah. shocking. Time yeah, wasting. Well, the uh, old team. The, the, but, but, but also, but really. they looked there because I'm because basically they did a number on us, didn't they, back mm. in March because mm. they scored quite early on. Yeah. Uh, from a centre, as I recall, centre back. I think Kelly. I it, were, it was James Morrison. Was it, well, head yeah, of, head but, of yeah, but he wasn't picked up in the box. Was Punch he? and no, slipped, and then, that's yeah. right. And then they just—it was just parking the bus, yeah, the and then they nicked yeah. a really good goal. Yeah, and I'm sure Pulis thought that they would come down and do it, but it, their lack of ambition. Because you look at Rondon, you think he's a good player, Berahino, mm-hmm. but you're playing Berahino out wide. It's like, why are you doing that? You're mm. not tying up the centre back. And it seemed it's the first time I've seen Pulis look uncertain on. And I think losing Johnny Evans was a big blow because he's yeah. been beating him yeah. up. But their tactics were. It, it's like it's, they were so negative and they were so cynical as well. Ho- Horribly really, cynical. Really, and just, they, they well, had a real yeah. nasty mm, edge to the really. ball. They had a real. Well, that, but you know what? And again, we didn't rise to the bait. We didn't Wilf rise to the bait. Did, Wilf did once. Wilf did once. Yeah, oh, okay, yes, yes, yeah, just right, and, right, and, and Pardew took him off. Yeah, he was but lucky. He to, then got up and won the penalty. Yeah, which is how um, he needs to react to that. Yeah, Pardew didn't take him off, obviously, but Pardew you could see Pardew talking to him. But Zahar arguably could have gone off for. Mm. But the, the the foul off the ball on Soiree, I think after about fifteen minutes, first half when they yeah. when Fletcher was when they thought he got mm. booked, yeah. when Soiree put it up the line and he caught it really late. Oh yes, well, yeah. right, right in front of the dugouts. Right in front of the dugouts, and that was horrible. And they were doing that all the way yeah. through. And, it, and you know, every time they went down, every time one of their players went down, he held his face. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every single time. And but the time went, and you kind of uh, when we played under Pulis, uh at least, you know, in my head, we, there was some really good counter-attacking football. No, we were, really I good, actually thought we were a good footballing team. We, we had, had, good we had with, wingers, we defense, They didn't really we, have they didn't wingers. Have, they didn't seem to we had any, options, didn't we? Well, yeah. they did, but they had Berahino playing wide and one. Because when Rondon came off, I had no idea who was that. Mm. That big is huge, which yeah. again, was that's why it's so fantastic, that bit where he bounced off. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the other thing you notice as well with, with, with us now, is A, skillful, but B... Because we, I remember the first year of the Premier League. It's a couple of times on the pod where we said, talked about whoever it was the away team mm. coming on looking, looking Big. a foot taller, mm, yeah, and we're yeah. and we're that now as well. Oh, we're yeah. just mm. Will bolt out of it. Mm. Soiree, it's short, but it's must have. Mm. Yannick is just so so mm. strong now. Yeah, yeah. Kabai as well was another one. I had no idea Kabai was that physical. Mm. You know, what I mean? and the calf are clearly, and they're all, and they've all got a little bit of. Devil about them as well, they're not. Which you need. Which you need. Right right but, but that's right a really good right point. Yeah. Really and, and you know, right it's right. a, it's a, it will go over a few times. Let's yeah. be honest. But you know, I think yeah. you have to take but it. I think it's, it's not. Off, again, it comes back to that thing about being content 
There aren't many times in the past when you could say Palace have occupied the moral high ground on the team. Mm. So like the, the the report in the Observer just went. You want to watch? You want to? You'd pay money to watch this team. Mm. They said you wouldn't cross the road to watch West Brom. Yeah. But I think increasingly, I think we got attention under Pulis the first two seasons when Pulis kept us up. And then not so much with part, but there was a sort of patronising attention. Just like, oh, well, a little palace. Well, mm-hmm. that's good, haven't it? But now I think people, the image of us now is, I think, different to any time. Because even they talk about the right bright party team, you wouldn't really pay money to watch. The neutrals wouldn't come no, and watch us no, play football. No. Um, with the, I think the 79 team, arguably, my memories are pretty hazy. Mm. There was some brilliant football, but... This is, I mean, I, I've this never known a team. I've, ne- well, I've never known a Palace team that's got had so much good. The perception about the actual team and the football. Mm-hmm. Is, when is on the so, pod, on the Pulis, we talked. We were, we talked about we want to see the club progress. We're, we're excited oh. about the future and stuff, right? It's only a year, just over a year I, later, I, and we're here already. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you remember? Um, this is the future. In fact, yeah. remember, <laughs> do you remember present. Keith Millen wouldn't wouldn't say it when the microphones were on when he came on the pod? I think it's the first time he was on, mm. and we'd beaten Villa one nil. I think um, uh, Punching had scored yeah. and I jokingly said well we had 35% possession it was a step in the right direction <laughs> and he said Pulis went mad on on the Monday at the play because anything over 30% because he mm. didn't want he said no, not even one touch football he just mm. moved the ball he said not, not hoof it but just the ball goes into channels yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yesterday he would have been presumably delighted with West Brom because there was a period where we had 74-75% oh, possession yeah. Yeah. but the thing is it wasn't just Knocking the ball about, it wasn't just holding the ball. It was it was possession with intent. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Which is yeah. really yeah. different. There's it was, method to it. It was all the moving. Time. Yeah. The ball yeah. was circulating all the time, and no wonder if Pardew said they were exhausted because some the way the ball went from left to right, to, and it was just it was oh it's, well as I say it's just contentment. I doubt it's silly smile, but and of course we'll <laughs> we'll pick little things. But and and the thing is, everyone was it was nice because people saying afterwards, oh, can we do this? Can we do that? So just enjoy the moment. Yeah, absolutely. 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 No, absolutely. Just look at the league yeah. table. And just go, look at the league table. Yeah. Just smile. Yeah. And also the other important thing as well yesterday is I think if we hadn't got anything out of yesterday, people would be entitled to ask questions about the home form. Yeah. But yesterday was like. If, if that's the way we're going to approach games at home, that will change. That will make other teams change um, the way. Like, unless you, yeah. I was, I watched a match of the day. I watched it this this morning. Actually, I watched match of the day and the. the I think it was Jermaine. Was it Jermaine Gillen so much? Yeah. He was saying one of the reasons why Palace are doing so is because of their really good home form. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know, I know. <laughs> Which just yeah. shows that these people have got no idea what they're talking but also, about. But it, <laughs> it does, I mean, now it, on the face of it, now it does look better. Because, it does, yeah. yeah because the other thing as well is... But we all knew the away form was Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah, this is going to sound like amazing insight, but you know, winning five, losing three is much better than winning four and losing four. <laughs> really? Isn't is it? it now? That's amazing, isn't it? That's a sort of, you should get yourself sort on the telly, mate. It's a sort of top-level punditry they pay the very small bucks for. Um, but the thing is that we don't, you know, Pardew seems to have this attitude that he'd, he'd rather win win one than draw yeah, three, if yeah, you like, yeah, which, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is great to watch. But uh, also, it, it, you know, I've heard saying, oh, it's brilliant because we've beaten Chelsea and we gave Man City a run for the money. I'm Doesn't m- see that much now with no, Chelsea because everybody's beaten Chelsea. But, but, no, but I'm more <laughs> impressed by the fact that we've beaten teams like West Brom. That oh. Before the season started, you'd go, well, we need to beat Norwich and we need to beat Villa. Exactly. And, yeah, and, yeah and absolutely. We need to beat Chelsea, the other teams down the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, we've beaten we've beaten teams that in the past we yeah. were 
Yeah. There's so many times in the past two seasons, even under Pardew, you know, West Brom came and beat us. Yeah, Hull, yeah. When Sunderland beat, Hull yeah. beat us. When mm. Warnock was there, Sunderland beat us. Yeah, Villa, Villa beat us yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. And we're beating the teams that we should be. But also, and we're competing against the teams that are. We've progressed with last know, season. Oh, to- teams absolutely. worked out how to come to sell us. Yeah, and yeah. they knew there was a way they could play, yeah, compact yeah. and defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we've proven on Saturday, you can't do that against Palace. Yeah. We and will find a way around you. Yeah, which is brilliant, because I was just about to say the same thing. Was, was hopefully that means teams will come to Sellers Park mm. and say, well, we might as well try and attack them then. Yeah. yeah. And then that will give us a space to beat mm. them. So it's, it's kind of... I'm, I'm just coming to the conclusion as well, all the things about Pardew and some of the baggage he may or may not come with, but he's just clearly a really good manager. Yeah. He's clearly... Yeah. He, I think he he's, knows what he's doing. He's, yeah. he's as good a manager as he thinks he is. Mm. Which yeah, is, no, he which is, is high pre- And he's just... I just think he's just... We've got a manager who... So many times... Even Stephen Coppell... Warnock was the same, Pulis was the same. Substitutions were nearly always like for like. Yeah, not always. I know, but it, I'd be interested to see the figures for how many times Pardew's picked the same team twice, week in, week out. Yeah. He just picks a different team for different. Mm. And that whole thing where he just said his instinct was Sacco are going to really upset him by not playing him. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be the right thing. But clearly, what's happened, it, doesn't, it seems that players aren't sulking. Players that, no, not at all. They seem, it, obviously, they've been made aware that they're part of a squad mm. and that and they are going to get a chance. And again, that comes back to that thing as well about seeing the academy because he's including. Because Pulis yeah. was open and honest about that. He didn't want youngsters in the mm. team, he didn't want them in the squad. Mm. And clearly, Pardew is just giving everybody a chance to be part of. Uh, part of there was a brilliant thing in the programme, the, the young lad who was. Um, the centre back who was on the bench last week just said how excited Luke he was. Uh, Luke, Luke, when he mm. walked into the dressing room at Watford and saw his name on a shirt and it's next mm. to Punch, it's like, wow, yeah. But it's, but, but that's, but that's great. It's, no, it's, it's little detail, it's it's details like it's that. Little it's little things like that that, yeah. that just gives it. Absolutely, it just it makes it that one percent even even you better. better. Than you're talking about the him um, making Saka angry or whatever, or changing it about. Is that is that the way to deal with someone like Wilf? After, uh, Watford, after the Spurs and then Watford is that the way to deal with someone like that without it knowing seems to have worked yeah, yeah. With, without knowing because again Wilf is one of those players that you from what you know about his attitude in the past mm. and from what you've seen of his body language that you imagine he is one of those people who would there's a touch of the Clinton Morrisons about Wilf that you sort of you, you, you just assume and this is probably unfair to him so I don't know the boy at all but you, he just has that demeanour and that attitude, and from what you hear, that he would sulk about, because yeah. he's, you know, he's brought up to believe he's the best player there is. But I don't know what Pardew said to him, but whatever it is, it worked. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Pardew, because clearly they, they'd done their, they'd done their homework in West Brom. They clearly knew Brom was going to play left back, and yeah. he's not a natural left back. And it's just they just isolated him all the time. It worked. The things it worked every time as well. So again, mm-hmm. that gives a hard confidence. And mm, yeah. I just if if Wolf could just get. The finishing again. It's coming now. It's coming. It's coming. But it's coming. But it's just a couple of times when, and I think the reason they're shooting more often than they're passing is because they probably know the midfield aren't flooding forward. But it is. It is getting there. And it's really important for Balassi because I I didn't notice, and suddenly on Friday it became a big issue that he hadn't scored at Sellers Park for, for like nearly two years. Yeah, and mm. I I didn't. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm sure he scored against QBR, but obviously not. But, no. but in the league, that is that's in the league. Oh, right, but still not in the cups. I think he scored right, in the but, cups. But still, but still it was league. New Year's Day against Wolves in 2013. Was it? it was the last time he scored at Sellers yeah, so, when, uh, when Moritz scored those when two Moritz scored, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so clear, but that so it was three years then. Yeah, so that was becoming an issue. Not far off. Yeah, but obviously I didn't know. But also it was Sellers because his dad was. Was buried this week as well. So, right. but you know, um, it was really brilliant. So BT Sport was on in the pub, obviously, and they announced because so they interviewed Pardew, and then they said, "We're, we're waiting for Tony Pulis, but he hasn't come out of the dressing room yet. He's still really furious." He said, "But 
Yannick Blas is still on the pitch. Yannick hadn't, <laughs> Yannick hadn't come off. He was still on. He hadn't, he, wow. And they said, and he said that the the, comment, the, the presenter said he, he hasn't been off and come back out again. Still he hasn't there. come off the pitch yet, and he's still <laughs> he was out on the pitch, uh, chatting to fans, chatting, just doing stuff. Amazing. And you know what's interesting? You know, Susan Biggs, who runs a study centre, mm. who most people at the club know. Um, and I was sitting with Susan yesterday. That's why we could have scored five. I probably would have missed four of them because Susan <laughs> likes to talk, but it's, uh, which is great. But she, but Susan's been there for years running the study centre, and she said she can't remember a a, a team more aware. She said, uh, she said, you look at all the players when they're warming up. Even during the game when the subs are coming on, they all wave to fans, they all chat yeah, to fans. Yeah, they yeah. All, she said, I can't remember a team when. So there's always one or two in the team. Yeah, yeah. And she said, I don't know whether that's, they've been told to do that. She said, I don't think so. Mm. I think there just seems to be an atmosphere around that's the club. Really nice. That's really and nice. That's, and it's simple things like that. You go, again, it's that, oh, that gives it another yeah, 1%. Well, they're a happy yeah. bunch they're, right They now. seem to be a happy yeah. bunch. Well, it's like Dave Delaney said in the podcast, it's, like, it's a sort of Sunday league feel to them. He said, mm. they're all... Everyone's on the level. Yeah, they'll get on and text each other and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, some of them are, but yeah. Okay, I think that's a really nice note to end part one on. I think this should be the last pod ever. Last pod ever. It's never going to get any better, Which is hard to. That's again, that's a brilliant. Being a Palace fan of long standing, that is just there. I had to look. As one of my mates, and even I think I'm pessimistic, but. He just he was so downcast because he's just like it's, it's the best it's going to be. You just know from now on. What's the point? Ever going again? Just for the love of God. There's actually no point. It's just pretty much. There's no point ever going to a game again. Never going to be as good as that. Because it's never going to be as good as that. Yeah, yeah. They'll buy somebody, but you know, Palace haven't peaked, and the pod hasn't peaked either. So we're back in part two for questions from our listeners. So join us in a bit. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Fire Plan Podcast. Yay! Pod 152, sponsored by JC Innovation and Strategy, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com and Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. And have you Vector thought, with you thought, a... Okay. okay. Yeah, thank have you. you. Have you thought about charging them by the word? Uh, no, they get, about the, they get about the same. No, JC's got a lot more. No, if, you yeah. if you were buying a Palace shirt, you'd go for vector printing rather than JC <laughs> on the back well, of oh, the Oh, and also yeah. they'd print it for you as well. So. Of course they would. Yeah, or embroider point. it, yeah. yeah. Or embroider it. Um, that'd be, that'd be, you'd get impatient, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd yeah, yeah, so just print it, mate, wouldn't <laughs> yeah, you? It's not, yeah. Right. Uh, I think embroidery is quite quick. The, well, I actually have no idea. No, it's not. Um, the one thing about embroidery we all know is it's not quick, is it? I don't know. These days it probably is. It's probably more of a... Anyway, whatever. No, you're thinking of printing. Okay, maybe. Anyway... Uh, the first question this week comes from Kevin Childs. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. And he says, does the panel think that the pairing of MacArthur and Kabai, who I've dubbed Makabai, but no one else has, okay. is... Kabartha. Oh, Kabartha would be... Mm. Kabartha. Mm. I prefer Makabai. Um, is... Makabai Tel Aviv, you go... Oh. Yeah, well, all right, fair enough. Um, is the best midfield duo we've ever had, and he's put in brackets, just pipping Thomas and Gray, in my opinion... Ooh, I well, think they're, they're the best we've had for a while. <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, it's a great. It's always difficult to compare different generations. Yeah, I, I, I think I would take. I think I would take Gray out of the equation. I think you could argue. Well, that's a good question. I think Jeff Thomas. I mean, it's, it's the whole thing. They wouldn't. Of course, Jeff Thomas wouldn't get in the team now because. Fitness and speed, I th- but respective eras. Yes, respective, respective eras. I, th- I, th- I think you would 
Oh, I'd like to see more of McCarthy. I, I think mm. we need to see more think, of Kabai. Yeah. I've only seen eight yeah. games. It's got potential to be very, very good. It's got potential. Well, I think I think the other thing as well is the way Pardew works. I'm not. I'm not convinced that there will always be the, the pairings. I think no. he will change them for different. I think Kabai is Kabai plus whoever. Whoever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also, I think that conversation we were having about Kabai earlier, I think there are circumstances in which he would play Kabai further forward, mm-hmm. maybe in front of yep. Ledley and MacArthur. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, I think, Probably not that often, though, we think. Maybe. I, I, don't, I, think it, it, I think it looks like they would have been. But again, because of our squad, we've just got so many. Yeah. Options, options yeah, we Jedi to come back and Are we, do we think that maybe one of Jedi or Ledley might possibly go at some point I, I don't know I think they would have the thing with Jedi is uh, I mean it's, it's it, there was a circumstance say if Sunderland had got rid of Advocar now and, and it was it, or, or if they got rid of it in, in January say and someone like Allardyce went mm. to Sunderland he might say well I'll take Jed and that's all that but the thing is if you're in trouble, you'd buy a strike. You know, Jedi's not somebody you can't imagine the Premier League team in January saying the player we need is, we Jedi, really need Jedi. is Jedi to mm. get us out. Maybe, I, I just can't unless see. Really, I don't know, unless they're really I, struggling I don't, in. That's what I mean. If, unless someone like Bournemouth, I don't know. Yeah. But, but I think if Jedi was going to go, he would have gone. It sounded like he had opportunities. He yeah. was close to going, wasn't yeah. he? But I think he. Well, I don't, I'm not entirely sure how close he was. But I, I think it's quite clear that Jedi is. He's injured down. at the moment, though, isn't he? He is. He is, he is injured, is, to he be is, fair. But so I, think, I think also, to be fair... I think he's got to find it hard getting back. He's down the pecking order. Is, he, well. is he fourth choice now? A bit harsh, but I think he probably is. I think, yeah. I think after, so. Well, after... Well, Kabai McArthur, Ledley, yeah. Jordan Much, probably. Possibly, yeah. I think, Maybe fifth I think, choice. I think it's hard to imagine circumstances at the moment outside of, of cup games where mm. Jedi would be... Or injuries. Yeah, or injuries, but there again, I mean, if Jedi wanted to stay... How, I mean, how happy would you be that your fifth choice midfield player is, is Milo Jednet? Oh, absolutely. You know, but yeah, I think, oh I think yeah. Kabai, again, it's an old cliche, but Kabai looks like, I mean, Kabai just looks like he's rejuvenated. Do you know what's really, I thought it was been about Kabai yesterday. So again, this Newcastle fan said to me when I said this, you know when it, Kabai got clattered hmm. and he was down for a minute and everyone was like, oh, oh yeah. Christ, we go. Oh, yeah. But he got up and he came, it's, my mate's a Newcastle fan, said if he was at Newcastle, he would have stayed down and gone off. Really? Yeah. Towards the end, he said he had no real. He looks like he's got a real appetite. Wow! For, right, for playing football now, and clearly, do you think that's to do with the fact that he wants to play in the European Championship? I think, Championship? I think, I mean, it I has think to be, doesn't it? Whatever. Which is fair. I don't care what it is. I don't care what the motivation yeah, is. As long as he's got it. Yeah. As long as he's got it, and even if we only have it for a year until the European Championships, that's mm. yeah. But what a year! I, well, yeah. and I think I think it does <laughs> look happy. like. But, but I'm more than happy. It's like Scott Dancers. If Kabai stays, there are going to be people all over Britain and Europe who go. I'll go to a club. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I think I think that's a difficult question to answer. I think I think of the four, you'd say Andy Graham is the fourth. I've, Jeff yeah. Thomas, I just think out a lot. I'm very oh, reluctant, well, I'm reluctant to say. But Jeff, certainly, Jeff was a people blue-eyed the, boy. The, the blue-eyed boy, Jeff Thomas. The, the trouble, you know, people who haven't seen Jeff Thomas play, and it's a, it's a real indictment of how the media work. Is that so many mm. people? The only thing they know of Jeff Thomas is missing that chance mm. yeah. for England. For England yeah. He was he was a, such a Good play, and it's not great passing. And it's yeah, and, and we talked about Kabai earlier and making other players better. Jeff Thomas just, mm. I mean, he, he he was like Brian for me. He was as good as Brian Robson, Man United, and Roy Keane in that he lifted that team. If we were one 0 down, they looked to Thomas for yeah. for inspiration. So I am reluctant to but sort of. Mukabai was a leader. He was a leader. Mukabai, yeah. I'm going to pursue yeah, that. Yeah. Um, 
is going to become the, the Thomas and Gray for for the next generation. Oh, I think I yeah. think yeah, I think yeah, I'll, I'll possibly yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I think you'd probably look, if you were being brutally honest about it, you'd say you'd say Kabai was number out of those four players. Mm. Kabai would be number one, Andy Gray would be number four, and then mm. yeah, yeah. I, but yeah, MacArthur probably would be second, but. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good question. Good question. Good stuff. Good okay. Question. The next question is from Oliver Moss. Hi Oliver. Hi, Oliver. He says, as there's no matches for the next two weeks, how many times will each of you be checking the league table in this time? Um, Ooh, every half hour, every, every, every hour. hour. Pretty much. Done it about four times during the podcast. I, I think. Yeah. I've, I've pretty much committed it to memory. <laughs> right. But there <laughs> is something. There is something now because you know we've all we've all had things in the past where after one game, or even before the season, because of alphabetical order, we've been yeah. top yeah, eight, yeah, or yeah. after one game, but. Yeah, the thing is now we've played enough games for the league table to be a proper yeah mm. second international break yeah you, and and also yeah. also if you, I mean if, again if you want to be if you want to put your pessimistic palace head on you know there's there's two London teams and two Manchester teams in the top four mm-hmm. that's brilliant you wouldn't you would never have guessed that we'd be seven points ahead of Chelsea yeah but even more importantly we are fourteen points above the relegation above the releg- yeah yeah. Twenty-five to go. Yeah. So no, we, no, we got fifteen. No, we're, so we're, we're twelve. We're points. fifteen. Yeah. We're twelve, 12 points, points plus a goal, plus a goal difference yeah. above the relegation. And also, zone. it took us five games last year to get uh, twenty-two games before we got our fifth win. Really? Oh, last there was season. a great quote from Pardew. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was this week. Yeah. It must have been. He said that the last time we had fifteen points in the Premier League, we were eating our Christmas dinner. Yeah. Wow. Which is yeah. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we so we got twelve points last year. We got the Liverpool game. We won three-one. Mm-hmm. That got us from nine to twelve points. So yeah. That was a twelfth game, mm-hmm. and then we didn't win another game. The fifth game didn't come along. The fifth win, so it was twenty-two games before we got wow. the fifth. We got draws and points and stuff. I yeah. mean, isn't that amazing? Especially yeah. given the, the fixtures, the start of the season we thought was going to be a bit tricky. Mm. How, I mean, how well have we done to be where we are now? Yeah, also, in- interestingly, Ian Wright was quite um, uh, interested on BT Sport afterwards because the presenter saying. So it's a good job Palace have got points in the bag because look at the games they've got coming up. Mm. West Ham, Leicester, Newcastle, Sunderland, but also we got United and mm-hmm. Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Mm. But Ian Wright went, they're not in a relegation battle. It's nothing yeah. to do with points in the bag. He said, not, it's not one of those eight teams that won't be going, oh Christ, we've got Probably Palace. Yeah, Palace. Exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Palace. Said, and because the thing now is as well, for all that we talked about, we struggled to beat teams mm. around about us, but we struggled even more to beat top four teams and now... We're, we're in the games, but yeah, we beat. We are beat, one of those top four teams. We, yeah, we are, but we beat. <laughs> we, we, we beat we Chelsea. Are. We matched. You know, and mm. let's be fair. We said this before. We lost to Man City this season. But we played much better this season against them than we did last season yeah. when we beat them. Arsenal yeah. as well. So we're in. Yeah, we're in yeah. the game. We're in yeah. the game against these team, these teams. We never. And we never beat. feel like we're out of a game, really. No, we're but we're beat, we're, it's that rare situation where we're beating teams we should be yeah. and and nicking competing with teams that. It's the perfect scenario for a team size of Palace yeah, and with the ambition. Yeah. And, now, and now, interestingly, I don't think anybody would have predicted that Palace West Ham and Palace Leicester would be top six no. yeah. clashes. Because Leicester fans will probably be having the same conversation we're having. Because I, I thought Ranieri was a, a disastrous decision. I, I really thought it was a crazy yeah, decision. Yeah. And I thought after the first couple of games, well, you know, first the adrenaline mm. of a new mm. season, that will fall away. Mm. And, but no, no they look and, really and, good. No, and they do look really good. And they're and playing nice stuff as but, well. And, uh, but also, B and B, they've got they've got spirit. They've got team. Very similar. They've got they've got that mentality that we're not going to lose. Yeah, exactly. It's actually a really, and I've been interested to hear what fans of other clubs think about this. It's actually quite refreshing to look at the top six of the Premier League table anymore. Because three of the teams in the top six are, are yeah. far from the usual suspects. Yeah. Mm. You wouldn't. No one. No one would have said, 
after eight games that Leicester and Palace would be in the top six. Well, no, it, after two games, it, you'd go, it yeah, makes, you've probably it got makes better, it, so, yeah. yeah, all right, you've, you've got Man City and you've got, you know, Man United possibly and yeah. Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal, you know, possibly. Gonna, but, you know, as you say, around that, you've got other teams that are not normal. Doesn't it feel like one of the most above Tottenham? It feels we're, above, we're above Tottenham, we're above Chelsea, but we're also above, given Liverpool, like, above Liverpool, we're above Spurs Everton. beat City yeah. and there's been other results. It makes you think, yeah. this could be one of the most open leagues seasons for a long time. Oddly enough, I think we've spoken about this Oddly enough, considering what's happened with Mourinho, Mourinho did say in the summer that he thought this was going to be the most open. He said he looked at, and he, he used Palace and Swansea as an example. He said mm. the top four will lose a lot more games. Mm. This, he said whoever wins the championship, the, the Premier League will do it with 10, 12 less points, yep. fewer, fewer points, a bigger pardon kicks. Mm. But, you know, Palace, Leicester, in years gone by, it's going to be would be you know, you'd, in the you'd, championship. You'd get plenty, of, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, or in a playoff final with Steve Claridge, yeah, yeah fluking yeah, a goal, yeah, yeah. or or yeah, you'd Let's certainly forget. it wouldn't be a sellout for either ground, but no. it's, it's going to be really eagerly anticipated. Yeah. Game, so it's Palace West Ham. That's going to be so a very it's, open yeah, it's game. Going to be real, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, next question is from Junior. Of course, this all this all presupposes that Pardew is still our manager. And it has well, 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 we, 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 I'm going to come to that in part three. Part three. Um, but uh, Junior is next question. Hi, Junior. Hi, Junior. He says. Um, who do you think will be our top goal scorer this season? Ooh, Interesting. Well, well goodbye, looking goodbye. at the amount of penalties we've had, yeah. I think we've had yeah. six already this season. Yeah. Have we? Yeah, we've had yeah, not, not, not all in the Premier League, but we've had six apparently. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, with the two But also because it'll be goodbye because he takes yeah, the penalties. Yeah, yeah. It, this comes back to much as I love Andy Johnson, and much as I used to say at the time, you know, there's a, a vast difference between diving and making maximum use of the contact that was available <laughs> Wilf but no but, no, but Wilf there's none of them some of Andy Johnson's penalties you'd, you'd have to go I wasn't looking but I'm sure he's, he's yeah. a, the one he's against Norwich he's, he's an honest, honest, he's an honest yeah. player he's a really honest yeah. player low centre of gravity yeah, <laughs> yeah. but none of the penalties I don't think you could argue any of the penalties we've had this season are no. penalties and the fact is mm. Pardew's clearly mm. said to, to Zahar it's one of the things it's a very simple thing to do but if you get a chance to go into the box get in the area yeah, get in the and box. Brunt just fell for it yesterday yeah. and it takes a really and he gets Watford as well yeah and, against, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Both, the, the defenders have got to learn to stay on their feet mm. which good defenders will and it won't always work yeah. but he's going to get more penalties like that and and Balassi will get more mm. penalties but I think I think one of the coming back to being ultra critical I, I at the moment you'd imagine whoever our top goal scorer is it's going to be 10 yeah, 12 yeah. but the goals have come from well I don't think we're going to get a lot of goals I don't think we're going to get a lot of goals because for all it's a really interesting stat after the Watford game for all the huge amount of crosses we put we've only scored one goal from a cross in open play this entire season was that yesterday? no this was before yesterday oh before so yesterday so something, we put more crosses in than any other uh, I'm trying to work out when that I was I can't was think when that was the Chelsea I think one from a a contact directly from the the first contact from across so across and then a, so I thought it might be the Chelsea Sacco's but then he controlled but, but anyway oh no it might have been uh, Wilfred at Norwich was across okay, right. but, yeah. but whatever right. for all yeah. for all the wide play mm. it hasn't resulted in a lot of goals might, and the reason our goal difference is alright is because we're not conceding many but if, again coming back to being ultra critical Kabai's going to weigh in with goals the penalties but mm. we need more goals from McArthur and the other midfield mm-hmm. players yeah and that's one thing I noticed with punching yesterday. I did think he had a really good game, but he seems slightly more 
uh, keen to shoot than he has yeah. done. Yeah. His shooting wasn't in the past. So there, there was one just before the goal, which so was, you need practice, yeah. Or don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Do you think maybe yeah. that because we do attack a lot down the wings, there might be one game where it all just comes together? Yeah, I think so as well. And yeah. I think I think maybe we're punching as well, maybe because he doesn't feel, maybe he feels there's less responsibility on him now that he's not like the senior yeah. creator, if you like, in midfield. Mm. That perhaps he's not as sure. I don't know, but. Mm. I, it's a good question, but I, I agree with James. I think at the moment, I think Kabai will Kabai, be, yeah. will be yeah. our top um, Speaking of scoring goals, Karen Gilroy Hi, Karen. Oh, hello, says, Karen. when are we selling Campbell? Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Uh, as implying that we should? Well, I've, so. I've always given Campbell a really hard time, and a lot of people around me give Campbell a hard time. Yesterday, when he came on, I thought he did. I thought he did all right. Yeah, he did. I thought yeah. he did all right. I think he, thought he he held the ball up quite well, mm-hmm. made a bit of an ease to himself. His first touch lets him down sometimes, but you know, I, th- I don't think he's a Premiership player to be honest. But he did a job yesterday. I think come the next chance, he's not oh, confident in front I'm of goal, look, though, is he? Look, like? as soon as we get Shamak back and Wickham back, mm. you ain't you ain't going to see Frazier Campbell on well, the yeah, but you, you, you say that, but you know, we've talked about players in the past where, and Gay was one of them where we said, well, a succession of managers hasn't mm-hmm. fancied him. Mm-hmm. Campbell's seen quite a few Palace managers. Yeah, no, he has. No, there's clearly, some, there's clearly something there, and Pardew seems to rate him. But Kevin, do you thought. think he'd be there if, if both Wickham and Schumacher were fit? Would he be on the bench? No, I'm not. No. I'd, well, having said that, I don't think. I think if Wickham was fit, I still think he wouldn't get double figures in terms of goals. Goals, but no, I, I, no, I think, I think yeah. you're, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. But Campbell is interesting. One, yeah, but, if you're chasing a game or, or you want someone to hassle the back four, he's not a bad option to bring off. No, he's, well, I think I wouldn't. He, say no, he's not. No, he's not a bad option. But I think the fact is, uh, again, when Wickham and Schumacher back, Gay will be will be the Fraser Campbell. Mm-hmm. Gay will yeah. be that option yeah. to come yeah. on and, and hassle. Because I think, again, much as we said, Gale played all right yesterday. I still, and, and in fact, Delaney said this on the pod. He said, he's basically in, in a more robust language than I'm going to use. He said, he's, he's not going to get a lot of chances because he's better with a centre forward. He's better in a four four two, and no one plays a four four two. And certainly the game yesterday. I think, yeah, I think you're never going to get half a chance. No, in that game. no, and I, I, I always think Gale's, and I hope we keep Gale, mm-hmm. but I think he's. Is an impact sub. I think he's he's, he's somebody to, yeah. but he's also somebody there for when, because not not every back forward is going to be like West Brom's. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I think Gale's for one of those, and it's like Delaney said, he hate, he'd much rather play against Costa. Yeah. He'd much rather play against a big centre forward than a, than a mobile. And I think there are times when Gale is the perfect choice and perfect fit. And I think that, I think interestingly with Gale, the the Charlton game has sort of illustrated that he's. Better than Championship level, but he's not. Yeah, top, but he's not yeah, quite yeah. top Premier, Premier League. But also, goes back to what we're saying earlier again: more options. But also, yeah, but Gale's, but Gale's scoring record is still really good. His goals per game record. So I, I think I think Gale will be the Campbell, and because yeah. yeah. I think clearly Pardew paid a lot of money for Wickham. So mm. clearly, yeah. I mean, the other one we haven't mentioned, Bamford, who seems to be well, of course, very, yeah, Bamford. Very much, yeah. I completely forgotten about him. He seems yeah. to be. I don't know if he's injured or not, but he's, he's but he's very much on the bench. He was on the bench. He was on the bench yesterday. Was he yesterday? He was on the bench. Again, he seems very much on the. It's a shame about Wickham because he was just before he got injured, he was just starting to show, wasn't he? That Chelsea game, just starting to think, was, oh, this is what he can do. for Well, that's things, but what he can do, I don't think. I think what he is is a really good Cameron Jerome in a sense that I think he is a proper. Mm. Proper is the option we didn't have yesterday, mm. which exactly. is the proper big. I mean, he would have. Again, it might have played into West Brom's hands. I don't know, but he's 
he is a very mobile. He's a mobile yeah. batter. He's a more mobile Glenn Murray. He's got more goals than Callum Jerome. He's got a bit more. I, I th- yeah. I, he, he, I'm, I'm not entirely sure he will, but more goals will be scored because of him mm-hmm. okay. than Cameron Jerome. But clearly, Pardew. I mean, we played as much for him, if not more than we did for Kabai. And clearly, Pardew really wanted to get him. So yeah. he's, yeah. he's he's obviously in his thoughts. And he's young as well. So he's got yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. But it'll be really interesting to see what happens when when Ward Ward will presumably go straight back in the mm-hmm. team I don't know but it'll be interesting to see what happens with Delaney and, yeah. and especially with Wickham because now you've got Wickham I mean Sacco's another one yeah. as, as the centre forward the I big battery around would you play forward. Sacco up front I would play it's Sacco a, it's up front well, I, I think he was going to come on to play up front yeah. yesterday wasn't yeah. it's a genuine in, question in, yeah. in the Man City game I was surprised because I thought he was going to play Sacco as a straightforward centre mm-hmm. forward but mm-hmm. I th- he looks like he could be I agree but between between Balassi's heart Sacco, Wickham, Punchin, possibly Bamford, yeah. Gale, Gale, Shamak. You've got a Campbell. lot. You've got a lot. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've got, got about ten. But yeah, but you've got also what well, you've got. You've is got those options. You've got, you've got variety. You've got variety. They're not all the same sort of player. That, exactly. Which in the past you've you've which yeah. is a thing you were talking like, about. Oh, Kevin is out. We we will adapt to our opponents. Yeah, yeah. and also it means you've got different sorts of substitutes to come in. Yeah, it's not going back to those light for light ab- changes. Absolutely. Which, exactly. and, which is what and, he's good at. And yeah. part, well, Pardew seems to be, he really does seem good at yeah. uh, you know, changing the variety yeah. making yeah. you know, so. Good stuff. Okay, the next question is from Tony Stewart. Hi, Tony. Hello, Tony Stewart. He says, um, West Brom was a very one-sided game, but what's the most one-sided Palace game you've ever seen? Oh, we beat Southend in the League Cup. I think it was eight... Uh, well, the away game at Liverpool and Telly would be the the nine yeah. nil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think. Yeah. I'd, well, yeah. I mean, yesterday was one of the most. I think that was most one of the most. I've certainly, seen in, the, certainly in the Premier in the League. I mean, that was. But again, you know, talking that conversation we had about how we used to play against under Pulis, I don't remember away games. Well, home games we played the same. I don't remember us being dominated in that way. I don't remember us. No, no. I don't. No. Not having because there was no ambition. There's such a lack of. There are a few games where we were very much but, defensive. Oh yeah, but, but that's different. But, but, yeah. but, but even we so, we were still the type of players that couldn't all play like that. Though you had your wingers, you know, yeah. We'd, always we'd, had an outlet. We'd, yeah. we'd in terms of dominant that. games, I remember in the promotion season we played Nottingham Forest at home in midweek. Remember that? And we absolutely smashed them in the first half and then again did, yeah, and went then in 0-0 yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, we yeah. scored and they equalised and ended up 1-0 I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember walking away from that a lot of people were thinking how have we not won, won that won game right, right, yeah. we absolutely dominated but um, again that goes back to old Palace might yeah. struggled new Palace could yeah. find a way to win these games yeah yeah definitely yeah. yeah and also I think as well I think even if we had if we'd not won yesterday or God forbid lost not God forbid it's not life or death is it but mm. I think most people would have gone away it was only in March we lost to West Brom. Mm. I was, I was, genuinely furious because it was. It, but I think yesterday you would have gone away going, "Well, we're, hey, we're in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, but, um, we're in the top ten, brilliant." But because you could see, yeah, it would have been through no fault. Yeah, you know, yesterday it would have yeah. been the most. It would have been a shocking outrage if they got anything from that yeah. game. But I think you've still gone away happy, going, "Well, there's nothing. You know, we still look like we're a really good team in the making." But mm. the fact that. We didn't go away with nothing. Else. Well, I just, I just think the fact we came out, we played. I mean, I'd have been quite happy with a draw oh, before oh, oh, yes. the game started. Before the yeah, game, yeah, 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 yeah. Before the game, I'd have been yeah, happy with Not after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, at half time, I would have taken a point. At half time, I'd have taken a point. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I really thought it they'd nick it. It would have been a travesty. It would have been. But, you know, how many times, the thing is, how many times have we seen that? 
a lot. We obviously yes. can't remember any examples <laughs> yes. because we've researched this really well, as you normal. Okay, I um, think the, no, the South End, that South End League game is the only, but League Cup game rather. Mm. But there must have been. No, I can't even remember. Every year, third round FA Cup draw. Every year I just say, please, can we just have a non-league team? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, it's like yesterday I said the season. Well, you did it a few years ago, didn't we? Did you know, well, we got Dover last season. Yeah, Dover, Dover yeah, last year. Dover, yeah, that yeah. was great. Perfect. Well, that was really yeah. interesting with Damien Delaney said about that Dover thing, how, mm. how that was the perfect game yeah. for Pardew's first game. Right. Because he said, we knew we could try to play the sort of football mm. that you wanted I mean, to play. I mean, there's without, two 0 nils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I, no, every year I just, I just, yesterday I said, just once I'd like us to be... Three nil up after ten minutes, you can just sit there going, "It's just a question right. of how many we scored." You know what I mean? Rather than, yeah. Although even at three nil up, I'd be saying, "Oh, we scored three too early." Don't they? yeah. they've, got, they've got eight <laughs> minutes to score four goals. Oh, for the love of, uh, that's okay. a good question. Though, that one. brilliant question. 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 I think, I would, yeah, notwithstanding West Brom were poor yesterday, they're still a Premier League team, and we. Battered a Premier League team all the way through. That's yeah. We battered an, an established Premier League oh, team. Not yeah, even stop, one of the. Stop it now. Not even. All right. Part three. I just said seriously. This is this is okay. as good as it's going to get. It? <laughs> it probably is. Okay. Uh, it's people on the tube listening to this. Going, oh, oh, the rest of the yeah. Lives. All right. Guys, all right. <laughs> they've jinxed. They've jinxed. All right. A few more questions. Um, Martin Walsh. Hi, Martin. Martin. Says, um, would Kabai get into an all-time Palace handsome eleven? Yeah. Obviously, handsome eleven. Handsome eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think we got a couple of. I think Joel Ward would probably get yeah, in. Probably, yeah. Woody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good daily Little little uh, glint in his eye yeah, there. Yeah, Woody. Oh, right, okay. uh, yeah, talk about players, podcast hosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. be a separate. Well, obviously, top one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally had the, the only one. No, no, there's <laughs> another one. There was another. Someone started another Palace podcast. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, we got competition. Oh really? Good. Good. Well, I'm doing it on the. Hang on, hang on. I think I'm going to be yeah, 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 yeah. we got. Well, competition is healthy, so it'll bring out the best in us. Yeah, we did have one sponsored by Coca Cola and McDonald's. Is it? Oh, yeah. How do they get those deals? I think anywhere near those kind of deals. Anyway, <laughs> our next question is from Aidan Stevenson. Hi, Aidan. Hello. He said, would, would you agree that the best bit of business this summer that Super Owl did was to hang on to Yannick? Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. Above it's, getting. I mean, it's a very good. I think. I think getting combined has surely got to top that. Yeah, I think I also I also think I think that's a really good question because I think yeah you know, we could be sitting in our Aidan could tweet a question saying was selling Balassi for twenty million quid the best bit of business? Yeah, mm, yeah. Because I just in terms of it's an interesting one, Balassi. I love him. I love him to bits, and I want him to start every game. But I understand those people who say, well. He's a highlights player, yeah. and yeah, if you look at his highlights package, it's brilliant. Well, look, but if he's you take, only scored one goal in nearly three uh, but, years, but, but, so, uh, that's so that's part, yeah, and, and take away the Sunderland hat trick. But no, I think Kabai was probably a better bit, but, but no, keeping Balassi is brilliant. I mean, mm. there's no doubt about but it. And also, he... I think the thing with Balassi as well is that, and I'm sure Pardew would say, it, you can't. It's the Cameron Jerome argument. You can't just quantify it by a goal scored. It's yeah. the amount of space he brings in exactly. for. Yeah. You know, the amount of space that Suarez was getting yesterday yeah, was, thanks uh, to him. was thanks to him. And it's certainly in the Championship, so much the space that Sahar was getting was because of Balassi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. He offers way more than yeah, just the I'm, highlights. I'm, I'm delighted. Yeah, I'm, is, yeah. I think it's brilliant. And I, I, again, we don't know the circumstances of why he stayed. I hope the circumstances were that he could fulfil his ambitions at... Mm. At Palace, or similar to Scott Dan, yeah, I hope, I hope that was the case, mm. um, because 
in the past, he would have, of course, he would have gone. We'd have lost Balassi two seasons ago. In the, in the it is, in the it is great Balassi, keeping Balassi because he's got that thing that Pardew loves, and that's the unpredictability. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. It's the element of surprise that both mm-hmm. him and Wilf, and to have yeah, yeah. two players of that caliber that are that could play terribly for you, yeah. and really mess up, but could also produce moments of magic that can yeah, yeah. turn games. And we've got two of them. Wolf, and not which, the, which in the yeah, Premier League, which, which, which they're doing. Yeah. Well, the thing is as well, which is in, before I met, what was really nice. I think in terms of man management. I think it's been really nice that Pardew and Steve Parrish have talked about Balassi's dad several times yeah, and yeah. mentioned it yesterday because I, I kind of think that's a really nice thing mm. for a player to hear acknowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting, particularly I noticed yesterday, is that Zahar's game is much simpler now. And I don't know whether Pardew's talking, yeah, Yannick still tends to go for the flicks and tricks. Yeah. And sometimes they come off where basically. Zahar's doing what I think Yannick could do more often basically Zahar's just pushing it past the defender and running and still doing, <laughs> doing maybe that one step over of his which seems to completely bamboozle mm. experienced mm. defender even though you know it's coming it still seems to where did he get that from yeah. but basically he's knocking it past him and without because Zahar does, just doesn't look as fast as Balassi no. but it just it, and it's working really well and I think there's a couple of times when Yannick could maybe go for that option yeah. sometimes and I think it, it might be because what we talked about before, Zahar hasn't always got the option of giving it to Kelly, who's overlapping, so mm. he hasn't mm. got any choice but to try and get past it. And there's a QPR game last season where yeah, he yeah, did yeah, start doing it, that. It, it, yeah, yeah, but I think, I mean, that's an interesting question, but I don't know, I think bringing Kabai in was, mm. was, I would say, was better. I would say Kabai. But maybe the Kabai then led to people like Yannick Stang, so it's possible. Possibly, yeah, yeah, but yeah, again, yeah. again, from what, you know, the Tottenham rumours are still there, you know, I, I'd still... I'd be upset, but if Tottenham were to pay 15, 20 million quid for this, it's the same. It's the same in the Glen Murray thing. It's like yeah, I, there are some Palace fans, and I don't know what Palace fans wanted with the Glen Murray situation. But there are some Palace fans who seem to treat Glen Murray like a sort of. I mean, we said this before, like an elderly Labrador. Mm. It's like they didn't want to let him go, but they yeah. didn't really want to let him. He didn't, didn't want, want to play. play either. So it'd be nice, but <laughs> sort of sit I've, around. And basically, yeah. yeah, just sit around and we're looking nice, and and, yeah. and yeah. occasionally we could tickle his tummy, and he's yeah. he's great with kids. He's really good with kids, <laughs> yeah. but. We made four and a half million quid yeah, profit on him, whatever it is, and yeah, yeah. and he wasn't going to score us the goals in the Premier League, and it's brilliant. He's he's going to play regularly. I hope for Bournemouth. Well, he is now Wilson's well, injury. Yeah, Wilson, yeah, which is yeah. horrible. That was and horrible he, injury, and he, he, he'll always he be a Palace hero. Of course, he'll always, always, always be a Palace yeah, hero, just, but, And that's never going to go. I still think of that's course. really... And I think the same way if Palassi goes for that amount of money, shame, sad, yeah. will always be a Palace hero. But Absolutely. You've got to be realistic about this. Nobody's bigger than the club. No, absolutely. And the thing is as well... And you have to move on. But we're in a position now, it's like a double positive, we're in a position now where players hopefully don't want to leave us mm. but we're also in a position where I think we're being so well managed that either we, if we let players go it's because we've got somebody else that can replace them yeah. or it'll be to bring somebody else in yeah. and it's I don't think we'll I don't think we're a club that has to let players go anymore we think mm. we can play hardball mm. now because it seems from what I can gather that we're starting to match other clubs for wages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also because we're doing well you kind of think why would why on earth would Yannick want to go uh, yeah, if Man United came in from Liverpool, yeah. PSG, of course you'd go. Of, of course, go. You're in mid twenties, go and do it. But why would he go to Newcastle? All these, the clubs yeah. that are coming in with Everton, Newcastle, Tottenham. Why would he do right, that? Yeah. Yeah. Why on earth would he do Money, that? Just I guess in terms the of thing. But, Maybe but even, but, if but I think, but I think that seems to be <laughs> take, being taken out of the hmm. equation. Yeah. No. Well, hopefully, yeah. Why would you go to teams that are clearly unstable or unsettled? Hmm. Uh, and and when it, when it's quite clear, Belassi, it seems to me that it's 
Velasquez is going to be the one that's picked. It seems, seems like Sacco and, and Zahar is his, his big decision each week. Mm-hmm. It seems, but it seems to me like Velasquez is pretty always much there. first, always yeah. going to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. Be there. Good stuff. Well, uh, great questions again this week. Very from good our questions. Listeners. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for them. Uh, in part three, we're looking forward to. We've got an international break, but the next game will be West Ham at home. So we'll preview that in part three. So join us in a bit. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey, can you cut and paste the sponsors in? No, I have to. Oh, I have to do really? it. It's contractual. Oh. Uh, we are sponsored by JC Innovation and Strategy, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. And, of course, Vector Printing. For all your print and embroidery needs, yeah. go to vector.co.uk. And that's Vector with a K. K. Good. So, part three, <laughs> we are going to look forward to the West Ham game. But before that, news tonight out of Liverpool is that Brendan Rodgers has left the club. Mm. Mm-hmm. A few Palace fans on social media are a little bit worried that possibly they no. might be sniffing around Pardew. How do we feel mm, about that? No, I think... I don't think, no. I, I think... I think if there's one job Pardew would leave us or it'd be the England job which I think we were talking about this earlier on Kevin while you were making uh, peppermint tea peppermint tea for JD (laughs) peppermint and nettle tea I don't know which is more embarrassing the fact that JD asked if we had peppermint tea or the fact that the answer was yes yeah. it's very nice I know yeah. what my answer is it's yeah. very nice but, um, and it's Mrs Day is responsible for the peppermint I tea. do believe that if, I, th- I think if England crash out of the Euros next year then mm. maybe they'll come knocking at Pardew's door and he would probably and go he, and he, he wants that go. job doesn't he, he I, I, oh I think I think Pardew definitely wants it I wonder if and I'm sure it's his contract I, I would imagine it is I wonder if there are uh, again, there have been there have been rumours that the FA have said their next manager may be foreign again. I don't know, but I mm, okay. I wonder if there are elements of Pardew's past on the pitch. He's got quite a volatile reputation in terms of his because I again conspiracy theories about. I think the fact with Pellegrini, he was very restrained when Pellegrini had a go at him mm-hmm. two weeks ago yeah. Yeah. compared to trying to or call him an old yeah whatever he called him yeah. before. Yeah. I think Pardew is clearly trying to up his image on the touchline but I yeah. wonder if there are some of the incidents in the past might mm-hmm. count might against him a little possibly. bit mm. and also I, I don't I, think he'll go to Liverpool though no also I think for the England job <laughs> okay. I, I also think much as we talked about earlier about how people like Palace at the moment I also think much as Palace are getting credit I don't think Pardew would be a sexy choice as England manager from other from other fans, I think the Liverpool <laughs> thing. Sexy. The Liverpool the Liverpool thing is really interesting because immediately the conspiracy theories start that they got rid of Rogers today, or no one's clear as to whether he's walked, got rid of mutual mm-hmm. consent Mourinho. or whatever. They've got well, no, they've, no, no, they've got rid of him because Chelsea. They know they think Chelsea are going to sack Mourinho, so they're going to go for Klopp or Ancelotti before Chelsea do. Chelsea do. Ah, right. Yes, but I, I can't see it personally. Oh, the, the conspiracy theory I got right. told was that um, Mourinho would go. Yeah, the Mourinho would go to Liverpool. Oh, yeah. okay. As I can't see no, any. I, I can't see that. Well, way. I can't see any circumstances by which Chelsea would sack Mourinho. But clearly, not clearly. We don't know. Again, it's all surmise. But it, it seems that something is wrong at Chelsea behind the scenes. And I think the whole thing with the, the female doctor. Yeah. There's something yeah. there's something wrong. That the, the, the that female doctor thing, that was the only good bit of PR. Chelsea's PR is terrible in the past mm. few years. That but she was a really good bit of PR mm. for them. And clearly whatever happened that's been blown out of all proportion. 
to me, Mourinho, and I've, I think Mourinho's great, I think he's good for football, but Mourinho, I think Mourinho's the one who's built that out of all. Mourinho's using that mm. to create the paranoia and the reason for him, to, right, for you're going to keep telling me that I was wrong in that, I'm yeah, leaving the club. He's got it wrong though with that. Yeah, well, no, I think he's completely got it wrong. I think Chelsea have totally got it wrong because somebody should have said to him, look, because technically Mourinho is right in what he said, but all he had to do was say, look, I really overreacted this, mm-hmm. and, and I, I apologise, but he won't do that. And I, something makes me think, because the players, either the players have suddenly got old, and, and again, it is, you said this earlier, James, it's, it's starting to, our result at Stamford Bridge is starting to look less. No, it does, it does look like, great, we've beaten another team in the bottom six, yeah. this is what we <laughs> want to do. But something, like Terry, yes, something, either the players are not playing for him or they've got older I don't know what it is but clearly there is something wrong clearly, there, wrong clearly there is something, something wrong, wrong. Anyway, and, but I can't see, but I, what I'm saying is I can't see any I can't see any way Chelsea would sack him but I can't Mourinho is so perverse I can see a way Mourinho says I can make Liverpool into the, to the team they should I can get yeah, them back the glory days that. again mm-hmm. I, and and then maybe Chelsea might be looking for but, but I again I know it's interesting that Steve Parrish said, apparently on the BT interview, I didn't see this, but apparently Steve Parrish said, I, they said to him, are you worried about him being poached by a top four club? I can't see... we are now. So. Well, I three Yeah, but I can't, see, I can't see any circumstances whereby if City were to lose Pellegrini, they would, that City fans would be happy no, yeah. no, for no, them no, to turn no, to no, Pardew. No, so no. I, I, I don't think Liverpool would turn to... I, it, just in the fact that their owners... I don't think their owners... We'll even know we'll who Pardew know, is. We, absolutely. They won't even we'll, know who Pardew is. Because it's, it's all... It, when when yeah. you're at that level, it's about the brand. Reputation. Yeah. It's about yeah. the yeah. brand. And it's the brand Liverpool. It's the brand Man City. Well, uh, yeah. well, that's the brand where, Man City. And Pardew will not add anything no, to the and that's, brand. That's where, Mourinho would and Charlotte would. Yeah. But that's Clark where I thought. Boy, yeah, Clark but that's, but that's yeah. where I thought. That's where I thought Rogers was as strange a choice for Liverpool as yes, Roy no, Hodgson, absolutely. as Roy Hodgson had been. Because yeah. yes, great, he played some brilliant football with Swansea, and he did. But Liverpool and Rogers keep saying this: we're not a big club anymore. We're not. You, they are. They're a huge yeah. club. Yeah. They're yeah. a massive. They, they will never they're, not. They're be one a of the biggest club. clubs in the world. Of course, of yeah. course, they are. Yeah, they are. And the fact is, there's a there's a great quote today. Somebody talking about Ferguson's. Book and how difficult it was for, for David Moyes. It said, "It said when you're one of the biggest f off clubs in the world, you need the biggest f off. You need a big and, yeah. and Liverpool need a club because yeah, the best players in the world. I mean, he lucked into Suarez basically. Yeah. The best players in the world aren't going to go. Yeah, I'd love to come and play for Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I'm going to exactly, learn a lot yeah, from him. Exactly. But they'll play for Klopp or they'll play for Ancelotti. Yeah, or they'll play for Mourinho. Yeah. But again, the thing with Pardew is." They don't even know no. how Pardew is. Of course they don't. Whereas at our level, know. Palace, yeah. it kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's why I want Pardew. That's what we've all said. What would be brilliant is if, because I think we've all we all thought from the start that Pardew was the most likely permanent option. And yeah. yeah. What would be great is if he stays there for. I'd love to see him do a Wenger, maybe not for as long, but hmm. five, ten years, build, yeah, build something. That would be fantastic. Yeah. And of course, but then you'd be flat if if he got the England job, you'd be really, really flattered that the Palace manager hmm. got. Yeah. Absolutely, got the England job, and, and then I, I, and then we'll get Mourinho. So it's all everything's fine. Well, but he, again, loves, he, he loves Palace. Palace. Yeah, he loves but Palace. It, it does. But again, I mean, it, I, it, it, we laugh, but it does come back to that what we say about getting Kabay and Scott Dan saying. Absolutely, if we carry on doing this, then there are There's we no will reason. be attracting yeah. a different. Exactly. We, we won't be looking to get Neil Warnock off his fucking tractor. Yeah, we'll be looking for you know <laughs> I don't know what the French for tractor is. Just at the moment, tractor. Tractor. But we would. But we would be. But then the other argument is: Would we want to attract that sort of manager, or you know, because Pardew is a kind of not a misfit, if you like, but he was a he was a you know he's not. Yeah. Mm. 
he didn't work at Newcastle at the end and he was one of our own well, he's perfect for us though perfect for us exactly but because it, it, again I suppose again it's a typical football thing to say they're already thinking ahead three years to yeah, when yeah. we've become fancy downs yeah. well we're, I don't we're want, in the Champions I'm, League I'm gonna, we're getting I'm, bored of it I'm going to say this out now I don't want Klopp I don't want that sort of manager. I don't want that sort of manager at our club. I want, let's, you know. let's then move on to to West Ham, which would be the next game because we're not going to do a pod during international break. Um, given how badly and negative West Brom were, how do we expect West Ham to approach this game at Selhurst? Pretty much the opposite, I would have thought. Almost <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> Pretty much. I well, think they're an exciting team to watch West Ham at the moment. I think, I think, I think it's an exciting game. I was in Edinburgh last year. Well, you got Yeah, no, but I think I think Millen was it was Keith Miller still in charge? Uh, yes, 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 yes. First yes. Season, and ev- yeah. everyone says I wasn't there, but all the report, everyone was there said West Ham played us off the pitch. Yeah, mm. that day, mm. and West Ham's away form is better than I think. I think they'll come. I think I think it's got the makings of a really, really good game. For I think new, West, for the neutrals. I th- yeah. Well, I think <laughs> not for us. I th- well, the beauty is that we can, we'll, we'll still be ninth afterwards. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think the top ten. That's yeah, I, is, yeah. But it? I think I think motivational you, speaking, care of Mister Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> but West Ham again. Look, West Ham are a team of just. Oh, I don't legally. I'm trying to find a way of saying conned. <laughs> The British taxpayer public. Into, oh, I, I don't know. West Ham are a team. The way they sell themselves. West Ham are a bigger team. They're a bigger club than us. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, they sell themselves. They're not as big as gold. Won the Sullivan. World Cup as well, didn't well, they? Christ, didn't well, they just? Yeah. <laughs> the why have they got almost, a Fulham, almost fifty years? Why have they got a Fulham player in that statue? I don't know. There's, a, there's, <laughs> three, there's four of them holding New the York World Cup, and one of them is holding the one of the Fulham player. But um, yeah, they, they won the World Cup. Blah blah blah. Academy. Yeah. Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they are they are a big club, and yeah, also they're. A, I've always had a slight soft spot's the wrong word, but they're a proper London. They're a yeah. London proper London club. And but they're not as big as Golden Sullivan, I think, perceive them to be. Yeah. They're expecting Champions League football, mm-hmm. but, but they are but playing very well. This they season. are. And this is an exciting time to be a West Ham fan. Yeah. I, again, I thought, and also there's the added thought, element of Alan Pardew as well. There is, yeah. Again, again, true, again, you know, again I thought, true. I thought Bilic, I thought Bilic was a risky choice, and I'm still, uh, uh, but Bilic seems to have the same attitude as Pardew as he wants to win games rather than draw them. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just think. I just think what's really exciting is that for once, West Ham Palace is a really big London derby yeah, with two yeah. teams in the top. Absolutely. In the top, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not Arsenal Tottenham, but it's, it's mm. and it's, again, it comes back to what we said about looking at the league table. Yeah, that's right. I think for both sets of fans, it's really exciting. Yeah. And I think it's a game where both teams will go for it. And, I, and, and we got similar we, sorts we of. We did hammer them at some part last season. We did. We did, yeah, yeah we oh, did. Hammer them, yeah, nice, hammer them. Very, very nice. good. Um, but also, they're, they're similar. If you look at them as well, they're a similar sort of because they've got mm. big strong players because yeah. uh, again they're one of the teams that in the past you, an analyzed West Ham team you look at them you go geez we can't compete with them yeah, physical, no just physically mm-hmm. you can't compete can, with we can now. but now we can yeah, absolutely. but they've got players that look to, to do skillful things and make mistakes mm. so I think it, Palace you know, nil, basically, um, basically what I'm saying uh, Palace yeah, line up really how do we ex- I mean we said before Pars likes to change it so maybe we can't second guess him but any ideas on how he'd like to line up against them I don't think it'll be that much. I don't think it'll be that different to West Ham. Gale, 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 no, I think it depends on the fitness of on Wiggins. Right. Yeah, fitness. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't. I, I, I wouldn't think that Gale. I, it, it depends on fits, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be convinced that Gale's done quite enough to start. I. I yeah, I would do tough games for Gale. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not criticising him at all, but I, I would. From the way Pardew was bigging up Sacco again, 
I would, you know, and saying yeah. how difficult mm. it was to leave him out. I would, I think Zaha would will start. That's mm. quite clear. Yeah, definitely. And you presume Balassi. Well, I've got a feeling Saka will probably start this game instead of Gale. Yeah, it, possibly because simply because the physical element. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I genuinely think Saka. the same. I really do. Yeah. I think he's actually but, a, quite a good option. Yeah, definitely. Top. But um, and again, and I, I think mean, maybe right back depending on Ward. Maybe you know. Yeah. And but Delaney, that. does Damo get back in? Damo. Very difficult. Well, I see, again, see, West Ham, I mean, they got... It'll be a physical game, won't it? It will West be, Ham. but also True. West Ham have got... I mean, Paye, they've got some really mobile strikers yeah. as Sacco well. Sacco is very good as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think... Again, it's interesting. If Dan, you know, you think, well, Dan, he'll be four or five weeks out. He'll, he'll, I mean, obviously, he'll be fit. If, he's, if he plays, you'll presume he'll be fit. I'd, Hang it. I, I don't know. Would you put Delaney straight back at Hang? I don't know. It's really hang down. It's good option. But we also. I, I, I really think. I don't think. I don't think he'd be justified in putting Delaney. As much as we love him, yeah. I don't see. I don't see. I think Kelly could possibly feel hard done by if he's. Yeah. If he's done all right. I, I, don't, I don't. I think. All I really the, think the only change you're going to see are up front. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, I, I, from what we know of Pardew, I think he will at least sit them down and say, "This is why we're." I, it's not, and the thing is, I, I don't think any any Palace player can look upon it as being dropped. Yeah. Anymore. No. No. You're just not being used for that particular game. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe McCarthy. And a lot maybe, of games. Long maybe, season. Yeah. Maybe McCarthy slightly different, but I, I you know, Pardew will, it will always be for tactical reasons. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But I, I would, well, That's good management. Oh no, it is. Well, I hope so. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think you'd be justified in changing any of the back five. And also potentially mm-hmm. the return of Victor Moses. To sell us to oh, who seems course. to have been Neil Warnock was really interesting about uh, he was on Goals on Sunday today right. uh, he was really interested about Moses saying that Moses loves London so much that he's so happy to be back at really? back in London back at West Ham because he was at where was he before after Stoke Wigan? wasn't he Stoke on Lawrence Stoke, 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 yes. Stoke. Yeah. and and he was interesting because he was saying that Moses is, is as good as hard because Vic, I mean he looks like one of those players who hasn't quite, quite lived up to his yeah. his, his potential. Yeah. But and on pay, he doesn't look at the. On, you'd look, you'd say, well, even if we had Moses at Palace, you'd, you wouldn't pick him ahead of, of, of the players we've got. Yeah. But yeah. but I think that's one of the things that Billich will use to motivate him. But also, he'll get. It's not. He's not going to get anything other than goodwill and affection. Love, yeah, absolutely. And and also, what I, what I think and what I hope is that it's going to be. I genuinely think it's going to be two teams and two managers just to go out and try go and for it. Mm. It could be a really good game. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, yeah. Also, I'll be ready for it after the. We'll have a break. After the nonsense of well, we've got Estonia and Lithuania on the Monday or whatever it is. Monday night. But still, we're going to see as well. Quite a few people. I, I don't know how many times Roy Hodgson has been to see Palace play. Yeah, he's there on Saturday, wasn't he? Again, was he? Yeah. Well, because I, you know, I think, I think Scott Dan, Zahar, Punchin are all players that could, yeah. could expect but to be in the England squad. They should be. I'm not that fussed yeah. about Dan not playing. I think we'll, no, we'll, I'm we'll not, get injured, but, but, but get a nice break. But but, yeah, but that. that's the next level of. That's the next level yeah, of that recognition. Is, that of is, recognition. Is that's the next level of recognition because. In that, the, you see, that's what we had in the past, and we had in the past. Yeah. Thomas, and exactly. Yeah, well, Klein, exactly. Nathaniel exactly. Klein wouldn't have got near the England team. Well, exactly. He was still playing exactly. for Palace, exactly. and I think again that is one of those things. Well, that will be another indication that we've stepped up a exactly. level where these. Well, there will yeah. be no Palace players in the England team, and there'll be no pod during the week because we're going to take a break for international football. But we're back after well, are the you West Ham international pod. No, never. I, I refuse to do international football pods uh, during the break. But we'll be back after West Ham. Okay. Um, so, chaps, thanks for joining us. Thank Being you. For can, can we just um, 
Just for my own, is it three o'clock kickoff? Is it? Uh, I think so. I don't actually because I got home. No. I got home very I think late. So. Yeah, I got home very late on the Friday night, and I'd had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. And it's lucky that when I switched the TV off in the morning, it was on Sky Sports because I wouldn't have turned up for the game until <laughs> I would have been in the pub at one really? o'clock. Yeah, I had no idea it was a 12.45 It is a three o'clock kick Yeah, you three o'clock So back to normal Saturday resumes. Listeners, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you after West Ham. So goodbye. Bye. Bye. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.